Hemp Show podcast. This is podcast number 105 this week. I'm Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and your host of the Texas Hemp Show podcast. Riding shotgun with me this week is Rachel Nelson, our senior staff writer. How are you doing, Rachel? Doing great. Doing great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, how, how was your turkey break? It was really good. Yeah, very relaxing. <laughs> Well, very cool, and uh, shout out to our producer, Carl. Uh, without Carl's help, can't get this show off and running as we, as we do every week, so excited to jump back in the saddle here and, and get things going. It's, it's December 1st as we make our final push for the last few shows of the year. Uh, podcast 105 this week. Joining us, our first guest is Michael Lapierre from Santa Cana Farms, going to be chiming in with us here from San Antonio, and then um, hip-hop artist from Austin franchise from uh, Black Alack is going to come on and talk about cannabis and the band and their upcoming performance at the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. So I want to thank Liz at Grow House for setting us up with those guys. So we'll get get him to come on and kind of tell us about the music and and uh, why they're playing this event and why that's important to them. So uh, look forward to, to getting uh, Black Alack on here in just a minute. But we'll... Um, Button things up right here and bring in Michael Lapierre from Santa Cana Farms in San Antonio, our guest. Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show, Michael. How are you? Good, sir. How you doing, Russell? All good, man. Thanks for being a part of the show. You guys are always supportive of us with uh, the marketing that you do with uh, the Texas Hemp Reporter, but I thought it would be great to get you on the show and, and have you talk a little bit about Santa Cana. Yeah. A little ride. Uh, I know that uh, you're probably one of the first farms to probably start advertising with you guys in we were one of the first, uh, I believe, well, not the first, but we were one of the first groups of, uh, of uh, licenses that went out in the very beginning when all of this started taking place. And yeah, it's, it's definitely been a ride since then, uh, ups and downs, and, and uh, we're still here uh, when a lot of people have quit and, and, and just couldn't handle it, and, and, and we're still trying to push forward uh, in the industry and, and see where it's in a, we're going to land when everything's uh, said and done. Well, you've been one of San Antonio's, if not the first of San Antonio's vertically integrated CBD companies. Uh, I know you cultivate, do extraction, you do the manufacturing. Uh, tell us uh, about the operation and, and um, uh, what's worked for you guys in the last year and and, uh, and what challenges you've had to face uh, as we've all kind of learned to navigate these waters. Right. Yeah. Uh, so our biggest issue, as we all know, is uh, what Texas did to the farmers is basically we can't produce uh, smokable products right now uh, in the state of Texas, and that's kind of hurt us a little bit. You know, we've kind of uh, found ways to, to work around uh, some of those um, those laws uh, that are holding us back. Um, but um, in a sense, we we uh, we are here for legalization of cannabis, full cannabis legalization. Right. Um, but uh, we're working with what we got. You know, so uh, we're we're going. Um, with, uh, we're growing our CBD in-house. Obviously we have our farm. Uh, we just opened up our indoor grow. Uh, we were doing outdoor for the past two years. And, uh, this will be our first indoor grow under the Santa Cana uh, name. And uh, I think it's gonna be a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. We look forward to sharing the whole uh, operation with everybody very, very soon. Um, working on big things. Uh, now extraction part um, has also been uh, an area where, where uh, we've had some issues. Um, Issues basically being that uh, we want to try to keep everything here in Texas. We want to try to help the farmers as much mm-hmm. as we can. And since a lot of laws and rules have changed, a lot of people have stepped back and they're not growing. They're not. They're kind of waiting to see what happens. 
And sure. we're here to say, don't do that. You know, we, we can help you remediate. We can help you test. We have an in-house lab now. Um, it's, uh, you know, eventually will be accredited, but we're just testing THC levels, uh, potencies. And then after we get our levels right for us, we send out to our door full panels uh, to make sure everything is legit on that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we really, we really need the farmers to start growing again and to start producing so we can get the flour and house to start extracting and keeping the products you know, here in Texas uh, and, and help the farmers outside uh, or out in Texas. But for now, since we're not being able to do that, we have to bring flour from out of the state to, uh, to extract um, when we don't grow enough for ourselves. So we grow, but we don't grow enough to produce what we need to produce for the t- entire market, you know, of Texas. Yeah, the, the, that, that really uh, hurt a lot of the growers when, you know, the state rules that you you can't produce uh, or i guess the manufacturing side of it is is what was is what the state agreed on on the on on the dishes side uh so that's that's hurting pro- uh, producers uh, certainly michael and i think the thing is is that you know we, we need to see more legislation that maybe lighten up or loosen up on some of those or federal or even federal restrictions loosen up on that uh, right. within Washington and Washington's level. Anything, Rachel? Yeah, I'm a little curious just about, you know, with the legislative session coming up, are you planning to get involved in any way during that time? I'm glad you asked. We have, we, we've been real quiet. We've been real, uh, you know, kind of pulled away from that, uh, the politic part uh, side of it and kind of just kind of stuck to where, what we're doing. And, and it's, uh, I think it's time for us to kind of step, step in and, and, and kind of, let people hear our voice and what we think and, and be a yeah. part of, of the, the solution and stop talking about we need this and we need that. So, yeah, we, we will try to start stepping up a little bit more uh, here at Santa Cana to help out with the legalization here in Texas. Yeah, we, one of the things I think I got into this space, I've always been supportive of cannabis in my publishing career. I've been in publishing for 20 years, Michael, but um, that last session in 2021, I was a little – um, hesitant to get down there and knock on doors and at uh, you know at uh, on Congress Avenue, but I I feel really empowered now after um, two years of this podcast and going into our third year in in February of next year with the magazine. I I feel like I'm confident enough to go down there and and knock on some legislatures doors and and just. Um, you know, ask uh, ask them to make some changes down there, um, and so we want to be a little more pro- proactive on that end ourselves in twenty twenty three as well. Right. That's good. Good. Where do you, are your is your products around the state? Do you have uh, retailers in San Antonio that are? Let's talk about where where we can find your products out here in, with Santa so, Cana. So yeah, so um, Santa Cana product we're on the shelves. We actually uh, are doing a rebrand. We pulled everything back. Um, we are trying to figure out, uh, not trying to figure out, we're, we're, we're basically uh, trying to produce a good brand with a good packaging um, that has the proper labeling, the proper structures, everything that needs to be on it in the future, we're already going to get that on it now. So mm-hmm. we pulled everything off the shelves. Uh, we didn't need to do that. Um, there's no law saying that we have to have this stuff on the labeling yet. Um, but it's coming, and we know it's coming, so we want to uh, get that ready now uh, and push forward with that. It's coming soon. We're going to have a launch, and we'll probably end up sending you guys a bunch of free products so you guys can see it and try it. 
But um, it'll be in a few months uh, where we have everything back on the shelves. Um, now, we also produce for other companies as well. Mm-hmm. I know they're like their names out there yet as, uh, right now. But um, so we, there are products out there that we produce, but it's uh, under other, other brands. Yeah. Um, and, and, and sometimes those brands want to keep it that way. Discreet, of course, uh, as as always, as we've learned that. Um, but you know, you have these products here. We, when we do a show, um, and that's one of the things we're pushing for in 2023 is to, you know, mail us some products. We'll come on, talk about them, um, maybe taste them even uh, while while we're here on the on the show. Rachel doesn't mind uh, tasting things here. I'll be the taste tester. But we definitely want to um, incorporate a lot more of this this uh, in 2023 where we. You know, try products and have folks come in, maybe even do a show here in the studio with us uh, as well. So I think that's really cool. Um, But, uh, yeah, we need to get uh, more shop owners need to know about your products. And uh, and we look forward to tasting some of these. Are you going to be at this um, Taste of Texas Hemp? Did you guys submit to Liz and Patrick at the... We did submit. um, And the reason being is we, our our flower that we grew, we sold out of it. Oh god! Well, that's a good problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had nothing, nothing, to, nothing to give, and we didn't even think about it. Um, uh, this next one, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll have some stuff to submit. I think that's really important for people to see and and, and uh, taste our products and uh, get to know us that way as well. Well, the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, of course, is coming up on the. Uh, 10th in nine days from today i didn't know if you guys were planning on coming down or coming to that or be be good to see you guys at least have a i mean it's 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 a it's in our area that we might be able to go but uh everything is so i'm doing everything right now here pretty much by myself with the help of like three other people so it's really yeah um it's it's a it's a it's a big company with Little employees, and we try to keep it that way until it's time to grow that part of it. But, um, well, you're we're growing, uh, you know, slow, slowly, but we're doing. It. Well, you're in a great position, uh, Michael, for for cannabis to come. If, if when cannabis gets here and we get, you know, real flower into the state of Texas, I mean, you're going to be right there in San Antonio, and you'll be you'll be a very big player in this if these uh, laws ever get loosened. Um, and that may come from Washington, Michael, more than, than Texas, you know, you you never know with what Biden and the Democrats are doing. Um, you know, maybe that'll, maybe that legislation side will come from Washington. Yeah. I mean, either either way, right now at this point, I don't know. I don't really care where it comes from. It just needs to come and it needs to come quick because people have already said it and that's what they're there for. They're there to listen to us and give the people what we want and they're not doing it. Yeah, we need to get some. We need to get some some support with Texas and our lawmakers. Uh, really need to take a look at, at what you know. San Antonio. I mean, excuse me. Uh, New Mexico has been doing amazing things. We just got back from New Mexico last month, and uh, uh, fantastic programs that they have over there. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen the Tulsa King on. Uh, <laughs> on Paramount, but they're talking about uh, this is the Stallone um, a, a, a TV show that's on Paramount, but they're obviously incorporating the cannabis market into that show. It's part of the uh, script and th- uh, themes there and in, uh, in the plot. So um, our neighbors outside of Texas, you know, to the north in Oklahoma and then obviously in, uh, in New Mexico are doing 
doing great jobs with their laws and and opening up the market there. So Texas needs to learn from our neighbors. Stay put, guys. We're going to take our first break, and we'll come back with Michael Lapierre from Santa Cana Farms in San Antonio. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back after this. Presented by Rare Earth Genomics and produced by Grow House Media in 1937 Apothecary. National speakers, live music, awards, glass blowing, and over 20 Texas vendors with official judging partners, the Texas A&M Hemp Research Program. Tickets on sale now at thetasteoftexashempcup.com. Ford Bank for Life, we understand the unique struggles this emerging market creates for early adopters. We love working with innovative entrepreneurs on the next big thing. And we believe hemp is exactly that. For over 130 years, we've been getting to know our clients and helping them plan for their future. Come tell us your story and plans for your venture. TFNB Bank, your bank for hemp. Proud to support Texas farmers. Visit online at tfnbtx.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Labs exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. We are ATX bud tenders, and we sell marijuana. Nosotros somos los ATX bud tenders, y nosotros vendemos marijuana. Aquí chico te mal, chico chico mal. Obviously, that was all made up, and obviously, we don't give a. We will serve a cup. We'll serve anyone real marijuana today. 737 Gas Bud. ATXBudTenders.com. Contact us now and get weed cheaper than any time in your fucking life. Would you like to be a guest on the Texas Hemp Show? Get your products or services featured on the Texas Hemp Show podcast and the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Over 10,000 downloads available on Instagram, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Grow your business with an editorial about your services in the magazine packaged with your display ad in print and online. 120,000 copies available statewide in all cannabis and CBD retailers in Texas. Would you like to be on the cover of the Texas Hemp Reporter? Ask about our media opportunities by emailing TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. I can tell the world's gone to hell and we're sure gonna 
right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show, podcast number 105 this week on the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden with the Texas Hemp Reporter. The new December issue of the magazine drops Monday across the state. We look forward to getting those out to our friends in Dallas, uh, San Antonio, down there where Santa Cana is. We got Houston on the line as well as Austin, and and um, we are adding in McAllen and uh, parts of Edinburgh and Mission will be receiving uh, again the uh, Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. So we're excited to be keep uh, keep spreading these around the state is what I'm doing. So it's uh, uh, exciting to get these out there. But uh, back in the saddle here on Podcast 105 is Michael Lapier from Santa Cana. I wanted to ask you. You're like you said early in the show. You're just you guys are really gearing up for, I guess, full full fledged cannabis. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, uh, and going back to that, and I was actually thinking about that on break. Is um, I know that's what I said, and, and yes, that's what I mean. But that we are doing what we can do in this market as well. But yes, we are gearing up for full legalization. Um, it, it would be really, really dumb for us not to. Um, uh, but at the same time. Uh, still trying to find a spot to stay in this market that we have right now. Yeah, anything, uh, Rachel? Yeah, you know, I really wanted to comment on your name, Santa Cana. I love that. I think it's so clever. It's such a good play on words for Texas history and San Antonio history. So that's awesome. But I also wanted to ask, like, you know, if there's anything that sets you guys apart, like can you talk about your genetics or what else makes you guys so dank? Right. So um, basically what kind of sets us apart from everybody else is doing what we're doing uh, as far as extraction, is we kind of we, we we promote more of a solventless uh, style extraction, which uh, of course everybody knows about the live resins, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they get a little. Sometimes people get confused about the live resins and the live rosin, but what we what we do here is live rosin. So we, we basically take the plant, we wash it, we uh, and then we press it, and then we create different products with that 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 uh, that uh, the hash oil. Yeah, we, we still are going to do solvent uh, extraction as well, just uh, we promote solventless extraction. It's, it's a pure, it's whole plant extraction, it's better for us. Um, so that's what we are trying to do mainly here at San Diego. So for the listeners who don't know, what exactly is the difference between resin and rosin? Live resins are extracted using light hydrocarbons like propane and butane. Live rosin is extracted by using heat and pressure. Nice. What's some of the biggest uh, movers that you guys have over there? Um, I know that I've seen, uh, if you guys haven't been to the Instagram page over there for our friends at Santa Cana, they got some really cool products. You can see what the operations got going on. What's uh, what's uh, what's some of the big movers? What are you guys really pushing over there? Right now we're pushing the brand. All we're doing right now is just trying to push the brand. Um, so when you go to our page uh, and you see, uh, we try to do a little bit of what we're doing. So, um, over here at Santa Cana, we, we have Santa Cana Farms and we have Santa Cana LLC. So Santa Cana Farms is the actual farm that's on the property, mm-hmm. um, uh, which where we grow at. And uh, that's where we started growing. It was just an acre lot. And uh, the first year we grew about 300 plants. Um, the second year, a little, about half of that. Uh, and this year down to about 50. The reason being is, like I said in the beginning, uh, everything kind of grew organically here on the farm. And uh, it kind of turned into something different. Um, so it's no longer just a farm. It's more of an educational place where people can come and learn about growing hemp. They can actually see the plants, see the process. Uh, we have a, a CBD store on site 
um, that actually is a different company. They actually rent a space from us. Mm -hmm. So we're actually trying to help them grow. It's a company that, uh, that uh, kind of went, uh, they lost their business, their storefront during COVID. We all, you know, got uh, quarantined and they stick, they stuck to doing stuff online. And um, they, they, I guess they did really well. well they wanted a, a chance to get back into the, the retail market, the storefront market. And uh, they, got, they got with us and it's been working out pretty good so far. Uh, it's Pharmacy Botanicals is the, is the name of the store that's on site um, here at, at the farm. We also have a juice company. It's famous juice, uh, which uh, they came out and they created a building and they built it uh, out of hemp. So the whole building is pretty much built out of hemp um, and they juice uh, all kinds of different uh, vegetables and fruits in there uh, and create really good drinks and healthy drinks for people. Uh, we also have a nursery on, on site, uh, a little bit far off from, from the hemp market, but the, it's like a cactus succulent company. Um, it's a good friend of mine, so he came in on board and he helped kind of landscape everything and, and he's helped fixing up the place. Uh, so they're here as well and they're all tenants of the farm. Um, we have some food trucks coming in this year. That, uh, we're, basically, we're just creating a nice place for people to come hang out, um, use the products on site. Uh, you know, and without having to worry about anybody coming in and asking them about using the products, uh, yeah. and just come in and learn, bring the kids in and learn about the products and learn about the plants and how to grow it and how good the plant can be. Well, it sounds like you've got a, a really good idea with what, the, what you're trying to do there with the culture in that space with all these other different, um, um, team team players that you're bringing in there um tell folks where they're at where you're at in san antonio how they can come down there and find you fire off the uh, phone number uh website instagram whatever you'd like to tell folks how they can get in touch and and uh, be a part of that uh, community that you're developing there with this brand at santa canem yeah if you guys have any questions or, or, or want to get in contact with us about recent space out here uh or Farmers, if you guys want to contact us about uh, extracting your product and turning in some wonderful uh, extracts, 210-702-7713 is our direct contact. Our address is 14732 Bulverde Road, San Antonio, Texas, 78247. And uh, that number is 210-210-702. 7713. 7713. I just want to make sure I fire that off later in the show uh, for you once again. But... Uh, a very cool stuff. Um, uh, what do you got planned for the holidays uh, over there, Michael, for you and your family? Uh, man, the same thing we do every year is basically just get with family and just uh, kind of try to relax and, and uh, take it easy for a couple of days and then get back to the grind again. <laughs> well, listen, uh, good stuff. Great having you on the program. I appreciate your time and, and all your support with the magazine. We look forward to seeing you guys pretty soon. I'm going to come over there and make sure I get some of these stands. I, I want to get the stands all around into that area there that you're developing. I think those other tenants that lease from you guys in there and, and with those trucks, and I think it'd be cool just to have some magazines spreading around in there and, and just kind of come in there. Say hi to everybody. You, uh, you put up that template that we had on our Instagram page. Uh, so that template is a, is a, it's actually half finished. So what I was going to tell you, uh, we will have a storefront here for Santa Cana, but it'll be for Santa Cana branding products. And that'll be the dispensary for now. And then once we have full legalization, that store will turn into our dispensary. But until then, it'll be a storefront to, for people to come in and check out some of the Santa Cana products and look at it. And then um, either they actually buy actual branded stuff, like, you know, ashtrays, T-shirts, all the good mm -hmm. stuff. But, yeah, mm -hmm. it'll be a store on site. So we'll be done with it in a couple months. Well, very cool. We're going to...
take a our, another break here and, and we'll come back with our, our next guest. But hey, man, thank you so much for being a part of the Texas Hemp Show podcast. Uh, we will say hi to you guys probably within the next week when I'm down there in San Antonio delivering some magazines to the community. So thank you and special shout out to Santa Canna. Michael Lapeer, thanks for being part of the show, bro. Thanks, thanks for what you guys think. All right, there he goes. We'll be back on the other side, guys. It's the Texas Hemp Show podcast 105. And then we'll come back and we'll talk a little hip hop with our friends from uh, Black Alack, uh, going to be on the program performing on the 10th of December at the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. That's the third annual. And I think we're going to go to this. Yes, and, absolutely. And hang out down there. That's it's in my be... neck of the woods, so I have no excuse. So we'll be back with Franchise from Black Alack after this. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you in a minute. you to the premier Texas Hemp event, the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, happening on December 10th from 2 to 10 p.m. at the Far Out London stage in Austin, Texas. Presented by Rare Earth Genomics and produced by Grow House Media in 1937 Apothecary. National speakers, live music, awards, glass blowing, and over 20 Texas vendors with official judging partners, the Texas A&M Hemp Research Program. Tickets on sale now at thetasteoftexashempcup.com. Bank for Life, we understand the unique struggles this emerging market creates for early adopters. We love working with innovative entrepreneurs on the next big thing, and we believe hemp is exactly that. For over 130 years, we've been getting to know our clients and helping them plan for their future. Come tell us your story and plans for your venture. TFNB Bank, your bank for hemp. Proud to support Texas farmers. Visit online at tfnbtx.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Labs' exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. We are ATX bud tenders and we sell marijuana. Nosotros somos los ATX bud tenders y nosotros vendemos marijuana. I can keep up the mouth. It's a kick on kick Obviously, that was all made up. And obviously, we don't give a We will serve a cup. We'll serve anyone. Real marijuana today. 737 gas bud. ATX budtenders.com Contact us now and get weed cheaper than any time in your fucking life. Would you like to be a guest on the Texas Hemp Show? Get your products or services featured on the Texas Hemp Show podcast and the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Over 10,000 downloads available on Instagram, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Grow your business with an editorial about your services in the magazine packaged with your display ad in print and online. 120,000 copies available statewide in all cannabis and CBD retailers in Texas. Would you like to be on the cover of the Texas Hemp Reporter? 
Ask about our media opportunities by emailing TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Parachute, I got nothing to lose. Me and my homie gon' bruise. Don't you know black like rap in the back of a lack like we slipped our way back in no tour? Don't test me, bruh. I tighten up. Find a tin that's slim and I pipe it up. She smoke good weed, I'ma wipe it up. You smoke good weed, nigga, light it up. My hustle way on a million. Feel like a villain. I don't have no fucks again. Money way up to the ceiling. They say I'm brilliant. I tell them get off the dick. Me and my squad is so hella complete. When you fed to compete, we be selling the heat. Came out of awesome, we raining the sauce. Got people gon' need some umbrellas for weeks. We coming for some shit. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hip Show podcast. Podcast number 105. Can't believe we've gotten away with this 105 times, but uh, we have uh, already. But yes, Russell here with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and and then uh, the Texas Hemp Show podcast. Joining us here on this next segment is Franchise from Black Alack. The guys will be performing down there on December 10th at the Far Out Lounge at the third annual Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. Uh, welcome to the program franchise. How are you guys doing? What's up? Hey, hey man, how are you guys? Good, good. Thanks for uh, coming on and getting the show. Special shout out to uh, Liz at Grow over there at Grow House for uh, putting me in touch with your guys to get you guys on the show. Love the music. Love what you're doing. Uh, love the message. And uh, wanted to have you guys come on. Just tell us a, a little bit about what we can expect from the December 10th Taste of Texas uh, Hemp show um, uh, and your uh, upcoming event there. Uh, what can we expect from your from your concert there on the 10th? Well, man, you know, you know, we're from off Texas, uh, born and raised, me and my partner, Zilly. Um, we've been kind of doing Black Alack for the last, I guess, with COVID, it makes it hard to like do time now. Like, yeah. Time <laughs> math, you know, uh, but also let's call it three years. Um, yeah. For those that don't know, we were... Uh, Two of us and our honorary, well, three of us, I guess. And our honorary fourth member is Gary Clark Jr. He's kind of who brought us together, um, to like become a group. And so mm-hmm. just uh, released a project with him entitled Amber Room That's right. a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. So the show that we do uh, on the 10th will just kind of be a mix of the new stuff. Uh, it's a very high energy set. I like to have fun with the crowd, I like to have fun with the audience. You know, we like to incorporate some live instrumentation with what we do we kind of take the hip-hop and the, the live aspect and put it together so uh yeah man we're excited to be a part of it yeah it, it's really cool you're you're a lot you have a lot of cannabis themes in some of your music that you guys do franchise and and i gotta ask how uh you know in 2020 you were voted austin music award best hip-hop but how did you guys get started in with gary and all that i know gary i i'm from austin myself and i remember seeing gary hey. I remember Gary when he was in Austin High. He was playing in high school on Sixth Street um, at uh, the uh, Joe's Generic Bar. Is when I ran into him yeah. when he was about sixteen. Uh, but how did I mean? You guys are from Austin. What school did you go to? I know that he went to Austin High. But how did uh, how did your relationship with with Gary develop? Because that's pretty cool. Well, we're from the South Side, so mm-hmm. I'm from four or five. He's from Oak Hill, so I'm from like the the like. There's like if you look at for those of you from Austin, if you look at like William Cannon as the divider, I'm from the east side of William Cannon. He's from the west side of William Cannon. I went to Covington Middle School though. I okay. Was for a year and got kicked out. I'm from <laughs> South Austin, so I went to Covington, and that's where I met Gary. He was in eighth grade, I was in seventh grade. When he very first started to kind of mess around with the guitar, we were kind of came, came cool. My parents moved to Pflugerville uh, in like '99, and I got kicked out of there because I'm from South Austin. 
And so then uh, I uh, graduated from Austin High. So I went to high school with Gary. Um, and so that's where we kind of just like became homies. Like he was doing, he was already doing the guitar thing. I was doing the hip hop thing. But, you know, like at that time in this city, the guitar thing for him was kind of like taking him to another level. And I was just always kind of hanging out with him. And um, the guy that's still our manager now, Chris Krishna, managed Gary at the time. Oh, wow. So we, we had always been cool and we had always kind of just hung out together. But when we had the same management, we started doing music stuff. And then he kind of like took off <laughs> and I kind of was around just like hanging around. And then I kind of started, started my own thing. And then G came back to us with those beats. So that's you know, cool. Uh, yeah, to answer your question directly, I know him just from like hanging out with Southside just mm -hmm. since we were, you know, seventh grade. God, I was uh, in seventh grade, believe it or not. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a generation ahead of you, but I, I went to Porter Junior High and Dawson okay. Elementary there on First Street in South yeah. Austin. So I was a 78704 kid uh, growing up in South Austin myself. Um, That's where I live now. I live in 04 South Austin. <laughs> Dawson Elementary is like right down the street. I live off a, uh, I'm a address, but I live on the South Side. Yeah, I'm still. Well, tell us about your some of your influences. I mean, you guys got a really cool sound. Uh, the uh, um, you know, I, my generation was probably the first generation of hip hop, you know, growing up as a kid in the eighties, uh, uh, the, the, the influence and the sounds have changed. Uh, but, but the spirit of hip hop is all there. Uh, who are some of your influences? I'd say for us, you know, outcast is a pretty big influence for us. We get that comparison a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I can see that yeah. outcast Wu Tang. Um, so I have like two sets because so I have like a set from like, uh, my high school years, like my early 20s, late teens, and I have like a set from like my late 20s to my 30s. So I'll give you the early ones like Wu-Tang, uh, Outkast, Ludacris, uh, anything Screw, anything like Houston, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Jedi Mind Tricks, uh, stuff like that. That was kind of like my Eminem, like that's kind of like my foundation. But then as I grew older, you know, like I really like Drake and Future. Um J. Cole, um, Earth Gang, stuff like that. Mm -hmm, like stuff that's mm -hmm. like, it's real Kid, kid Cudi, stuff that's kind of like, it's hip-hop flavored, you know, but it's malleable in terms of like how you're delivering. It's not just like rap, 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 rap. It's melody, it's instrumentation, it's kind of like opening. But I'd be my answer. Like those kind of older influences were kind of like my foundation of like, ooh, hip-hop, like what is this? I think I like this. And then in terms of kind of like doing it as a professional, you know, like the Drakes and the mm -hmm. Kendricks and the Bay Coles and stuff like that. Fantastic. Yeah, shout out to South Austin. <laughs> I live there too, so I, we're neighbors. Um, <laughs> I'm looking for, I've never seen you guys perform, so I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm curious, like, do you guys have any shows coming up, like, after, like, into the new year that yeah. you want to tell people? Yeah, yeah there was yeah, a show so at Mohawk last week. I missed that. Did, did y'all have a Mohawk show last week? I thought. Uh, Empire, Empire. Oh, Empire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, how was yeah, that? And tell us where you're at uh, coming up. Uh, we obviously know you're going to be there on the 9th in South Austin at the Far Out Lounge. Where else can we see you guys? We're going to play uh, the Fret Ball on the 3rd. Um, we'll be playing that. And then we play New Year's Eve at Antones. And so that's going to be really fun. Um, if you guys want to go to that, let me know. We can figure it out. But, oh, yeah, that would yeah, be great. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah. Antones on New Year's Eve. you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That'd be yeah. a good one to go to. Yeah, I'll hold you to that, actually. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's cool. No problem. 
Well, what's your relations with uh, Jabbar? He's got this thing. He put me in touch with you guys, and he he he's got this whole uh, keep Austin weed thing going on. Have you has he told you about this? I haven't heard of the 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 campaign specifically. Like, heard, like I've heard of it, but I haven't like had it like laid out to me. <laughs> we have a mutual friend. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is. You may know who he is. We have, we have a mutual friend, Jack Swiss. He's a good friend of mine from that same. He's from the South Side. Mm-hmm. He's from uh, like the Y and O Kill area, like right before you get to Lakeway. So he's from that area, mm-hmm. and that's one of my good friends. He's one of my groomsmen. I've known him since we were little. And so that's our mutual contact is uh, my boy Jack Swiss. So that's how I know how we got it. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering because Jabbar was telling me about, man, you got to check out the website, uh, keepaustinweed.com. And yeah. he's, he's working on a project yeah. there with that. And I think it's something he covers local local cannabis events and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I wanted yeah, to mention. Like local cannabis events, like local cannabis vendors, um, mm-hmm. local cannabis blogs, like that kind of thing. I think it's like a trifecta. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I used to publish. I used to publish Weird magazine in Austin many years ago, and so we were always keep Austin weird, and, and, and we kind of covered that culture in South Austin, uh, maybe fifteen twenty years ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, keep Austin weed uh, is yeah. uh, our, our mutual friend uh, Jabbar's got that that going on. Um, but Black Lack, back to you guys. Uh, you guys have worked with some artists uh, like Coda, the friend. Uh, um, uh, Quinn, uh, Black Pistol Fire, uh, Mizio. What have you guys learned as uh, as collaborating with these other artists and producers? Learned that, like, I think, you know, I think I think this is going to be a long answer. So uh, I think being <laughs> from Austin, uh, you kind of learn the musical process early. Um, and I think when you're working with other people in a professional sense with music, it is have your process. I've learned, mm-hmm. like, have your process, like, made to go. Right. Um, because once you get into like the studio, once you get into a collaborative effort, you know, there's a bar that's set in terms of the quality of the product, but also the efficiency at which you get it done. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that we've learned. Yeah. Like when you're called upon, like that thing needs to be efficiently done and it needs to be quality. Anything we weren't doing wasn't quality, but you know, when you are ascending in your career and you're kind of like middle tier, you can get away with stuff not being 100%. Or you can get away with stuff like, oh, okay, this is cool, but it's not like the best it could be. I think working with Coda and Missio and G and a lot of these mm-hmm. guys who are, you know, signed to act, you know, that have people that are listening to their music, like in groups, like focus groups or whatever, you have to be like solid. Like delivery has to be solid. Everything has to be solid. So that's the main thing that we've learned. It's like everything has to be like infallible. What do you have uh, planned for the next, say, 18 months? You guys doing a tour again? Or what's what's going to be cooking for you guys in 2023? So in 2023, we are going to release a new project, kind of like looking to get back out on the road. We haven't announced any touring, but generally February, March, yeah. going into the summers are big, I don't know, 50-ish dates um, this last few months here. So um, looking to do something like that, usually we do, you know, 50, 60, 75 dates a year. So looking to get back out on the road and uh, releasing some new music, some new music with G. We got some stuff we're working on with Daddy Nat. Shout out Daddy Nat. Mm-hmm. Um, new stuff with Missio. So, you know, there's a lot of irons in the fire right now. <laughs> a, certainly sounds exciting time for you guys. It really does. Yeah. Um, and I know there has to be a story behind your name, Black Alack. So I want to hear it and I want to know what you guys were smoking when you came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We weren't fucking anything. This is what this is. This is the true story. Me <laughs> okay. and Z, the guy, the guy, uh, me and Zilly, 
we used to MC for the UT men's basketball games as a tandem, as a duo. Um, we did it for like a few years. I still kind of do it here and there, but we, but we did it as a tandem for a few years. And so we're outside at the game, and it's like in between timeouts, like in between the spots, like in between the Longhorn Network stuff, we're like talking. And we're trying to figure out a name for the group because we've done a few shows now. People are starting to kind of like, you know, like it. It, it was just Zilly and Fran, and, and it's like, well, it can't be that. We have to have a name. And so I suggested Black Rodeo because of like <laughs> the Cowboys and the significance with being from Texas and like the whole aesthetic. That was promptly shot down. And we got in a big argument about like what the name should be. And then our manager got involved. So all three of us now are like literally arguing on what the name should be. And we're like doing it over text, like at the game. Like we're like arguing over text. <laughs> so <laughs> we're like, ah! In real time. So like, yeah, he's, he's like, look, we do like one of the spots. And we come off and he comes, he comes to me and goes, look. He said, then we're not texting. He's talking to me now. He says, look, I have, a, I have an idea The uh, a Cadillac that's like owned by a black person that's like decked out is called like a black alac. Like, what do you think? What do you think of that? And this is I said this is can I curse on here? Can I it's it's the internet. <laughs> okay, yeah. You never know, you never know. So I say I'm I'm like pissed off. I say, I don't give a fuck what we call it. <laughs> Just give it a name so we can move on. <laughs> and that's the name was born. Well it worked I out. A name that I yeah, that I really liked. And, and I didn't like by the time we got to the point where he's like, what about Blacklock? I was like, I don't care. Pick a name. Whatever you pick, that's the name. <laughs> it's like, so, well, it's certainly it's certainly stuck and it's done well for you guys. And what uh, French, what what was your what was your uh, contribution to it? The name? I said Black Rodeo, man. I'm thinking of like Bill Pickett and like I'm thinking because I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a very very boring person. I like old black and white like history documentaries. So I'm thinking about like the old west and like you know the whole Texas thing and the marketing thing. And they're like Black Rodeo. It really like, is a no. good name. Like someone's gonna hear this and go make a band called Black Rodeo now. It is a good name. We got some graphics done. We got some graphics done, and like they like they didn't like the graphics, so it like soured the name. But I still think it's a really good. Well, I think if we were still if we were named that right now, it'd be awesome. But whatever, Black Rock's a good name. Yeah, it is. But you know what you can do is you can come out with a tour named Black Rodeo or another album called Black Rodeo, and I bet you I bet you you've thought of this already. I'm sure. So uh, uh, no doubt we'll have an album out in a year or two, and it'll be uh, Black Rodeo. Let me just ask you, you know, how do you feel about cannabis in Texas and, and where things are, where we're at with, you know, hemp and CBD and Delta 8? And, you know, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, things moving forward in Texas with cannabis? I think everything moving in a positive direction. I think mm -hmm. that, you know, we understand that it's going to be a little bit slower of a process than other places just based on where we live. We understand mm -hmm. that, yeah. you know, there's going to be more barriers. There's going to be more hoops to jump through. But I think there's been a, a solid foundation of commerce set, you know, with your CBDs, with your Delta A, with some of these things, these other, you know, the other kind of things that we, you can see the model now. All they really have to do is rip the bandaid off now because we have the commerce model. We have people making money. We've relaxed the laws in regards to him. So I think at this point, it's like, well, what is the, what is the point in saying, okay, well, this version of this you can't sell, but this version you can? I think, you know, we're kind of holding on to some archaic laws, but I think everybody's starting to realize 
you know, the emperor has no clothes, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. Everybody's starting to realize, like, okay, we can move forward this with adults using this responsibly. Yeah. And, you know, it won't be the end of the world. So, you know, you know, I'm Doth Austin. <laughs> you know, like that's, you know, it's like in my blood. Um, I am disappointed that it's taken this long, but I understand why it has. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm encouraged, you know, I enjoy cannabis. I've sampled it, you know, we've gone all over the United States, you know, in Canada. And um, I'm excited for what I think Texas can produce because, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, soil and seeds and dirt and a person that has the love and the know-how, Yeah, you know, the guys in Cali and the guys in the, you know, the, the plant speakers and some of the, the bigger guys, you know, it's just a, it's just an experience thing. They've just been doing it for longer at a higher level. So I don't see why we can't have, you know, guys doing it on that level. Here. You know, there's, there's yeah. plenty of guys that know how to grow, grow from a seed. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see some of our guys like kind of get their shine because we know who the West coast growers are. We know who the East coast growers are. We know who the guys from Michigan are. We know the names, we know mm-hmm. the guys from Colorado. We know the guys. And so I'm excited to see people from Texas kind of get our turn. Yeah. Um, because there's good, there's good bud here, man. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's good stuff here. Like, well, yeah, there's a lot of stuff imported, but there's a lot of good stuff grown right here. You know, listen, franchise, thank you for being a part of the program. Thank you for coming on and getting, getting a chance to talk and voice about your music. And, and we look forward to seeing you guys on, I guess in about a week, uh, down there, yeah. uh, the, uh, far out lounge. Uh, where, where's your show this Friday? Uh, we're playing uh, the Black Fret Ball. I want to say that's at Moody at uh-huh. uh, ACL, ACL Live. Yeah. Yeah. So Black Fret Ball, that's been going on a few years now, hasn't it? Yeah. I've heard about that uh, over the last few years. I, I used to uh, cover that quite a bit with Rockstar. So, um, yeah. well, well, very cool, man. You want to fire off your website? Uh a couple more show dates. Uh, anything else? What a special shout out to anybody? Okay, so Black Black Music is everything. Follow by follow us on YouTube. Amber Room is the name of the album, and yeah, I guess that's it. Well, we will uh, we will look forward to seeing you guys. And hey, I am gonna hold you to the show at Antones. Uh, there's t- there's three of us here. Carl is our producer, and Rachel and I, we would love to hang out there and check out that that New Year's Eve show, bro. Mama Duke, and, and so it's like it's going to be top, top tier. Well, very cool. Well, we look forward to that, and uh, and thank you again for being a part of the Texas Hemp Show, and we will see you out there on December 10th at the uh, Taste of Texas Hemp Cub. Thanks again, buddy. Appreciate y'all. All right, thank you very much. There he goes. Black Alack came to us a few weeks ago when we had – Liz Grow on the program. And here's the website for the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup third annual at the Far Out Lounge. And uh, let's see all the. Have you been to any of the previous events? Oh, yeah. I've been to both, both the other this two. This is going to be my first. So I'm excited. And you know, just the caliber of events that have been taking place in Texas in the industry lately mm-hmm. is so impressive. I mean, we were at the Hemp Summit and then um, the Hemp Harvest Festival. Yeah, the uh, this one is really really laid back of the one of the of the events on hemp or cannabis. This one's like the rock and roll one. Nice, you know, uh, with the with the, the 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 music, and then they judge the flower, which is really cool. You, you get to you know win best flower and and a pungent taste, and 
Um, there's all the different categories. And so this year's supposed to be pretty cool. Uh, we did attend it at, with the booth at uh, the first year was in Wimberley in December of 2020. And then last year they had at the Far Out Lounge, which was really cool. I love that place. Um, they have, you know, a lot of good music and stuff there. And they have their big backyard, big stage. It's a really fun vibe. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's not too cold, though. That's my only concern. But I'm sure they will have heaters. December 10th. And they do. They do have those outdoor mm -hmm. heaters there, even if it is cold. So I'm sure we'll, we'll be okay. And besides, there's plenty of things to drink over there that you can warm, That's true. warm yourself up <laughs> on as well. But uh, um, good show this week, Rachel. Um, the new magazine comes out Monday, the December issue. Um, you yes. did one on... The CBD delivery, oh, ATX, yes, C yes. what are they called? CBD delivery, yeah, ATX, ATX uh, delivery. Yes, and they have, um, you know, basically what I found out writing the story is that it's three people, um, two of them are brothers, and then um, the girl, Liz, she's the girlfriend of one of the brothers, and mm -hmm. they were all working together and they just all were kind of like looking for a change. And so they started this CBD delivery ATX and they did it right when the pandemic started. They launched their business and it just really took off and they're thriving. So wow. okay. I have the whole the whole backstory in the magazine and you will just have to pick one up to to see it. But um, yeah, super impressive. Another great business here in Central Texas doing CBD. You also did a story on Kush. Kush cards. Kush cards. Yes. And, you know, if you're looking for just some cool novelty like Christmas items, Kush cards is a great uh, place to go. Kushcards.com with a K. Kush cards with a K. Um, and, yeah, she has just really cute cards, you know, for Christmas and like any other holiday, birthdays, things like that. And she has a little um, one hitter that she attaches to the cards. And, and I know that they have some stoner stockings that um, uh -huh. are going to launch in uh -huh. December. So, if you're doing Christmas shopping, you check out our friends yeah. at kushcards.com. And then you also had a Canador. Canador. Yeah. Yeah, we want to get him on the show at some point, too. I would love that. Yeah, because he's a really dynamic personality. So he would be a fun one to have and, on. And Canador is like where you want, you want to put your stash inside of, it's like a humidor for your cigars, but it's for your. Your your stash stuff. Yeah. So that that's a Canador. Keeps um, it fresh and you know just nice. And Rachel did a couple of stories on them plus the plus the CBD. There was another one you did too. But excited to see the magazine uh, coming out this week. So we're excited to have that coming up on the program next week. Is we have our friends at the Texas Cannabis Clinic. The doctor's going to come on nice. and talk about how if you're you know a veteran or. If you've got, you know, all the conditions that it takes to um, get a qualified uh, for ca cannabis medicine at this point in the state of Texas, it's really just those gummies. But he's going to educate us on all of the uh, condition, pre-qualifying conditions it takes to get pre-qualified. And our friends there at the Texas Cannabis Clinic are going to be uh, on next week to talk to us a little bit about that. And then we got... Uh, Ross with Texas True Distributors is going to be on. He has this thing called Texas Weed Water. It's like a water, nice. but it's Texas Weed Water is one infused. of his products. Yes, it's an infused I love it. Uh, deal there. And then we have on December 22nd, your your friends and our friends from the ATX CBD delivery mm -hmm. will be on to talk about that service. And then I'm going to go into a little more of uh, agriculture 
as the 29th of December, late the last show of the year, will be Frank Rodriguez from Gulf Coast Hemp Farms will be on the program. And then we'll really kind of change into that grow season. We've got uh, John Bradley on from Tetra Hemp in January. Colt Power from Power Bio Farms will also be on. And then our, our good friend Aaron Owen over at Tejas Hemp will also be on the program nice. uh, in January, too. So going to focus on some of those growers uh, that uh, have have had a good name and reputation here in the Lone Star State with what they're doing you know, with their hemp programs. So, uh, great show this week. You got anything else? Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to talking to Frank because um, I spoke to him on the phone and interviewed him for a story, and he right. he has a really just great story, great personality. He's very passionate, so it's well, going to be a good episode. It, it is, and Frank uh, grows some of the best hemp in South Texas down there in the Rio Grande Valley, and really interesting backstory. And I know some of that. The struggles that he had uh, being younger, growing up, growing this plant, and now he's doing it legally, and he's kicking butt with it, too. So yes. it's very, very exciting to to have him uh, on and tell his story, uh, Gulf Coast Hemp Farms. That'll be on the 29th. So anyway, thanks to my guests. Again, that's uh, Michael over at Santa Cana. If you want to get in touch with Santa Cana, guys, it's 210 702-7713, and check out Santa Cana on their Instagram page because uh, they got a lot of cool stuff that they uh, post with their products and, and the things that they do that's very cool. So uh, 210-702-7713 if you're a farmer and would like to maybe use them for processing or maybe consider them for you know a, a white label operation as well. And then um, our friends there at Black Alack uh, franchise coming on and talking to us about um, the upcoming gig. We will see many of you at the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup at the Far Out Lounge. That's going to be on the 10th. And so we'll look forward to seeing you guys there. I'm Russell. I'm Rachel. We'll see you guys next time. It's the Texas Hemp Show podcast number 105. We'll see you next week, guys. If your boy hating, tell him on the notice. I'm at the menopause like a old bitch. Riding through your city on a late night. Guess I got my game tight. I don't even know what that means. Hey, where's your homie with the papers? Giving those a vapor. Southside sipping codeine. Oh, little homie, I can't hold you. I already told you. I don't even need six rings. I don't even need.